Yo, welcome. Hive Hustle Podcast, uh, where we talk about street culture, dance, hip-hop, crump, roller skating, whatever invested in me, helped me grow as a person. It's official now, the Hive Hustle Podcast, about to sit you down, go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt, pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss, still remain a boss. Man, today, I've known him since like 2018. I think 2018, 2019, right before the pandemic. Yep, right before. Um, I think we met on the battlefield, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. at the Sin City battles that recent jam through before yep. it was hybrids. That was my first battle here in Vegas, yeah. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> I think we were in the finals or, or semifinals. Semifinals. Yeah. It took me out to a popping song. I didn't do Crazy it. I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> I ain't battling him now. I already told him that. <laughs> but this is my bro, Kid the Monster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, MJ1's finest. Yes, sir. Um, Florida's finest. Oh, yeah. Man, internationally known. I'm going to gas you up, bro, because you're young. You're driven. You have a lot of, like, good mindset and Appreciate good, that. like, character. And you don't see that in a lot of people your age. Appreciate it, bro. Like, real talk. Like, I wanted to bring you on because not only do we have great conversations when we're in person, but you've always been a supporter of Swarm Brand. You've helped me on my journey, even though you probably don't even know it. Not at all. Um, But I look at you, bro. Thank you, I look up to you. I could be 10, 15 years older than you, but I can still learn. I appreciate you, And thank you for being here, man. Of course, man. Come on, you're my big brother. You know I had to come through for you. Come on. Man, I remember um, just hella memories, bro, like of us being at Ninja. You always have this great character about you. And like, I know if I could, I could be in a worse mood. If I go to Ninja and Kid's going to be there, <laughs> I'm going to have a great cypher round. I'm going to laugh my ass off, and we're going to have great jokes. For sure. So, but as you know, Hive Hustle Podcast is my way of investing. For sure. Um, I grew up, hip-hop raised me, bro. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, like roller skating, hip-hop, crump. Obviously, you see my skin color. I'm yeah. not black. For sure. Like, so, yes. Do I consider it somewhat of mine? Yes, but it's not. For sure. Let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? So this is my way of putting y'all on wax, mm. putting y'all on my platform, yeah. and really giving back to the culture that raised me. Um, obviously, it's called the Hive Hustle because we in the Hive. Yes, sir. You know? So let's start it off right away. Where did you first get introduced to street culture? Man, uh, I'm going to go way back. I'm did it start on back. like the Domino's table? I asked this for a question first to everybody because I know when I started – it was really young. Right. Like MJ, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you're obviously a little bit younger than me. For sure. So where, when? Man, well, before I start, shout out to Mafioso, man. Like, look at this, bro. Like, he's grown so much. I just want to gas him up before I even start. Um, I think we battled around 2017, yeah. 2018. Yeah. And um, one thing, everyone has always told me that when it comes to Vegas Crump, the only person I hear is Mafioso. Now, that doesn't discredit anyone who has put Crump on a map for Vegas, but when it comes to pioneering and just putting it on, you got to give him his flowers, Thank honestly. You. Thank you, man. Even when I first came to Vegas, I've heard Mafioso. I had no clue who it was, and then we ended up battling, and I was like, that's why he's the king. <laughs> Makes total sense, right? Hey, you know what's funny? 
you you told me I beat you on a, a popping track. Yeah. You know, at, during that time when we battled, I was training with Soul. Makes sense now. <laughs> we now were, we were. Remember, I told you we were switching. Popping. He was teaching me popping, and I was teaching him crumb. It was during that time. Yep. That well, didn't was, count. I that was, don't count. So that's not fair. I'm not battling you now, man. I'm not doing it. <laughs> can't do it. I think my fiance told me the only reason. I think the only time he battled me if it. If I crump and he pops. Yes, yes. <laughs> Only time. I'm not doing it. If we, if I crump and you pop or I pop and you crump, uh, nope, not doing it, bro. This man, look, but long story short, put some respect on Mafioso's name. Man, Put it on you. for the city. Put it on for his family. One of the greatest family men I ever met in my life. I just had to gas him up before I go into Let's it. Let's go. Because it's all about him by the end of the day. Um, So, man, for me, Street Dance started within Florida, the Florida streets. I was born and raised in Pompano Beach, Florida. Okay. Um, and if you know where Kodak Black is from, Lamar Jackson, you know exactly where that's from. Yep. Um, my brother, he had a dance group called Hard Knocks. And within this group, what made this group so special is that everyone had their own style. Mm -hmm. So it's not like everyone did one style. Like, for example, if you look at my brother, Brandon, and you look at me dance, I make sense. Yeah. From the toe work to the groundwork yeah. to the gliding, everything. Then you had Iota squeakly waving. Man, I miss him so much. Oh, man. He got to come back. He got to come back to Vegas. Got to come back. I miss him so much. One, His energy was great. One of my mentors, um, you have Jigsaw with Tutting Isolations. Hey, shout out to Jigsaw, bro. Yes, sir. I've watched him uh -huh. since like 2012. That's crazy. Like he's dope. He's crazy. One of actually Florida pioneers as well. Put some respect hey, on his name. Um, but what's so special about this crew that everyone had their own style. So growing up as a dancer, as a street dancer, um, I was able to manipulate every single style within my arsenal, mm. which is so cool about that. So my dance journey started in Florida. And from there, the rest was history. We started uh, training um, since I was seven years old. So... Was it like garage or was it at a studio it or streets? In the streets. I'm so grateful. Literally, because you streets. just before we got on air, you just told me your age. Yeah. And to know that you're that age, you were born in the late '90s. Yep. And you still got that street, still essence. Got the street essence. There's so many people that don't have that no Not more. Not at bro. all. Mm. No. Go and ahead. what's just so cool about that, and it's no offense, but I saw this quote where people say, "I, you guys learn from." IG, I learned from the OGs, right? That's a freaking and bar. And I took that because it meant it meant so much. I didn't have the internet back then. I did, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah we were looking at Salah and Kite yeah. and, you know, 9 yeah. June, but I only had my homies to teach me what was right in front of me. I didn't have to go on the internet. And mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong if you do, but for yeah. me, it just shows a complete difference. Yeah, and that's, and that's the thing with me is, like, I remember the days where you met up at a parking lot yep. and you just danced yep. and it was community. Yep. That's why, and that's, uh, so many people come to me and tell me, hey man, I want to come to the lab. I'm like, okay, come through. And then they'll be like, well, I want to battle this person. I'm like, no. They're like, why? I'm like, it's a lab. It's, a it's lab. for the community. Yeah. It's so you can build, so you can grow. And the fact that you say that you were born in the lab yeah. in a street mm -hmm. era, in the street essence of like street and you were labbing with people, practicing, and that's how you grew. That's how I grew <sighs> cool. the entire time. So it's like, I am 26 and I am young, and people keep thinking I'm part of this generation. I'm not. It's because of how you hold yourself. For sure. I told you that before. For sure. Yeah. So I was born in a generation when 
It was Bugs, Iota, mm-hmm. Aqua Boogie, Noms. Like, you name all of these people, and that's the generation I was born in. Yeah. So, yeah, I may be young, but I was in the generation way before they came along. Yeah. You know? Not only that, when you have those people leading you, mm-hmm. you have the right direction. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For and sure. that's what I tell people all the time. I actually had a conversation with somebody on uh, Tuesday. I said, your big homie is going to be the direct access to your success Agreed. in Crump. Yep. Same thing in popping, whether it be big homie or your teacher or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. The Bible talks about you need a Paul, you need a Peter, mm. and you need a Titus. Mm. Paul being your big homie, yep. Peter being your peer, yep. Titus being your little homie. Mm. You need to have one at all times. I love that. Biblical. Come on, man. Come on, now. That's why I love my fiosa, man. See, it goes way deeper than dance and being a human, man. We we had the same beliefs, and that makes it so much easier to bond. Oh, yeah, of course. Of you course. And of course. um starting off, uh, before I continue, your mama, um, I had to put that I in. told him to do that and he did it. And I did yes, it. Let's go. I had to. The first time I saw this man. Hey, just goes, so you know, Gio behind the camera laughing his ass off. <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> He did not expect that. I had to do it. That was like his trademark. Every time I see him, it kid, what up, bro? Your mom. I said, huh? It is. It when, still is. When he first did it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about it. But then I realized that's just who he is. When you heard <laughs> when you heard me on the mic at the what? At the left. The level up was it? Yeah, I was like your mama, and I was, and, and Jesse was like, looked at me like, "Why did you just do that?" I'm like, "Bro, it's me. Like, you're either gonna like it or you're not. That's your choice." I never hear dying laughing. Everyone is like. There's, yeah, the people that know me were laughing their ass off, and then everybody else was like, "Why did he just offend Why did me?" He just offend my mama, man. But oh man, I love my fiance. But you know, piggyback, man, just learning from the streets. He's over from Florida, so we used to battle at the beach yeah, all the time. I can imagine all the time, bro. Yeah. And uh, that was just my culture, man. I grew up learning from uh, the real, the real OGs. Learning organically mm-hmm. and. and that's one thing I always preach and I always tell my people that, man, I learned from the real street culture, man. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with people learning on YouTube nowadays and learning tutorials. That's cool. Yeah. But it's, you're going to tell a difference for sure. At, at the same time, I feel like it's easy to learn to a screen nowadays because obviously we're, we're, we're prone to looking at them. Right. But that teacher on the other end matters too. Oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So it's like, it, you, people don't really think about that. It's like, who who are you allowing to pour into you? Right. That matters so much. I agree. So Especially the people now, like, my my big homie, John Bugs, mm-hmm. just won an Emmy. So first, the, first popper ever first, In to 75 win. years to win an, an Emmy. Emmy ever. But I, what if I'm, I'm not mistaken, probably a first street dance in general. Period. In yeah. 75 years. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, to piggyback off that, what I'm saying is, you see what type of vibe he was on. Yeah. Those are the people I had around me yeah. at seven years old. That's crazy. So that journey has grown, and I knew at 10 years old I wanted to be a dancer. I won my first popping battle in Florida, Gainesville. It's called Soul Cipher. And guess who was in the finals with me? John Books. Yeah. And, and I just want to point this out. You won, right? Yes. The fact that John Boogs could sit there and be his teacher and take an L, not go crazy, and still continue to lead you. Man. That takes humility. Yeah. I'm getting chills just thinking yeah. about it. it. It's there's no there's not a lot of people that could do that nowadays. No. If I'm your teacher, most likely I feel above you. Right. So like you beat like Lamont, I've beat Lamont several right. times. He's beat me several times. Right. 
it's an exchange of energy right. and people forget that. Mm-hmm. I never t- I tell my little homies all the time, I'm like, look, I'm not the end all be all. I am human. Right. I make mistakes just like everybody else. Yeah. And there's probably another crumper out there that's better than me. Mm-hmm. But I'm always going to give you the real. I'm always going to make sure you're good. And I'm always going to, if I can't tell you or I teach you, yeah. we're going to find somebody to teach both For of sure. us. And that, and that just means a lot, man. Um, like you, you, you have to understand that wins and losses do not make you as a dancer. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> now, man. second question, obviously 10, 10, 10 years old, you had your first battle. Yeah. Seven years old, you got introduced to street culture. Yeah. Where did the name kid come from? So, so weird. We went through a lot of names. We went through Little Weapon, and I'm looking right at the camera because it's for my brother for these embarrassing names. We had Little Weapon X. We had Monstar. We had uh, 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 Weapon X. We had Kid with Two Eyes. I said, what is going on here? It's like, they tried to find my name. What is going on? So to put it simple, guys, Kid came from me being a kid dancer. Okay. We added the extra D for dancer, and that's, and that's history. Literally it. <laughs> Literally, because originally oh. kid is spelled K I D. Yeah, so kid action, dancer, kid dancer. Oh my god! And it's god. really that simple. And the monster comes from my personal, like my battle mentality. Yeah, of course, kid the know. monster. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an asshole. Okay, uh, you know. Yes, you know how it yes. Goes. You I, have I gotta, to be. You have to be, especially in a culture like that. No one's gonna take you serious. It's like yeah. going to war with someone. It's like, hey, is it okay if I shoot you? No, no. <laughs> it's not okay. You know what I mean? Hey. I'm gonna shoot you. I'm gonna you right shoot now. you Is that now, okay? right cool. now. Cool. We still friends after you die. I like, can't. Does it make any sense? Oh my you know? god. So that's where kid came from. Maybe just simply because I started as a kid, mm. and I was happened to be a dancer. So we just put those together. Very creative, by the way, guys. Very creative. Yes. Yeah, and and a lot of people don't understand like. A name starts off this big, right? But it develops. Develops. Like not many people know this anymore. But my first dance name was not Mafioso. What was it? I think I know. No, I d- I don't remember it. It was gimmick. Oh, I didn't know that. G Y M I K. Say it Gif- again. G Y M I K. Why was it spelled now? Like be gifted young mind in the king's safety. Got it. Now in okay. 2012, I had a big homie in Crump named Simeon. Okay. Simeon's a great dancer. He's under Miho, yeah. and he's a videographer. Great, great person. Nice. Great person. And I was in a shift in my life when we first built the one round crew that I had. For sure. And I was like, man, like I gotta change my name. Like I don't, I don't really like gimmick. It, there's no character it's behind no character, it. Right. And so he was like, well, I was like, where'd you get Simeon from? And he was like, obviously it was from the Bible, but he was like, it, it, what it means, like correlates with my life. Well, not many people know this, but my family was really a part of the mafia in Chicago. Right. Like there's a group called um, the Outfit. Mm-hmm. And my uncle was a part, my like great uncle was a part of that group. Got it. He was a mob boss in the nighttime and right. a police officer in the daytime. Right. So he lived a double life. Got it. That and explains your tattoo, by the way. Yes, yes. That's this one. Yep, exactly. But mafioso came from obviously my family having mob ties. Got it. Because a mafioso is the leader of the mob. There we go. So, and that's, and it just developed like mafioso. Mm-hmm. Then I had swarm and then it turned into the outfit, which is both logos put together. Got it. Like all of that. And that's your name is your identity and your identity is who you're going to portray on the dance floor. For sure. And that's why I tell people like I inform, I don't perform. 
Mm. When I, even when I session, I'm informing you of who I am. That's yeah. how I got taught. Like I didn't get te- taught to perform. Right. When I was a kid and I roller skated, I didn't care about that. Wow. When I got into dance and I actually wanted to take it serious, it was crump. For sure. So because of that, I was able to say, okay, what does crump, what, what, do, what do you do in crump to get the crowd hype? Mm. You have to have a character and you have to inform them. Crump has shifted a lot, but back then, like 06, 07, 08, like all the way to like 2012, it was very informative. For sure. It was very characteristic. It was very, like, there was a lot of like slow movements. So that's why where the informed perform came from. Got it. You get what I'm saying? Wow. And then on, in battling personally, like, I'm not performing. Right. It's not about the crowd. Right. It's about the judges. Yeah. So when people tell me, yeah, Ninja Karaoke, I love them to death, but that's a talent show. The, normally the judges are not necessarily voting for specific skills. Mm. We're seeing, we're having a good time. There's sure. party. Party, right. It's it's $100. Like, it is a battle, but it's a talent show because most people are worried about what the crowd feels. Because if I vote for the wrong person that the crowd oh, the feels, gonna they're go going to go crazy. crazy. And yeah. so being on the judge panel, you're like, well, we're just having fun. Right. But then you have thesis, which is a internationally known battle right. where the judges have to make sure that they're judging correctly. Yep. You get what I'm saying? For sure. So it's, I feel like I was just talking about this the other day is like battling. I aim to keep its essence mm. because battling in general is totally different than sessioning or performing. I agree. There's tactics. Yeah. There's reasons why you do things. Right. So this leads me to my third question, bro. Mm-hmm. Performing or battling? What is it? Being that you're a part of MJ1. Let me change the uh, <laughs> color. Um, Man, you know what? I'm going to stick to my roots, man. I'm going to go battling. And is there me? a reason? Um, Man, I feel so alive. Mm. This is where the kid, energy, huh? This is where Kid the Monster can really come out. I feel like when I perform at Michael Jackson one as Wink, I'm playing a character, and that's fine too. Mm. And but the character doesn't portray or well, doesn't have right. It doesn't have any type of connection to the my real dance essence. You know what I mean? Wow. Now I love Wink. Wink has yeah. changed my life. Yeah, bought me a house. All of these things. So I'm grateful for it. Yeah, but. I feel like I have to stick to a certain regimen mm-hmm. where when I'm battling Kid the Monster, I ain't got no rules. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't get that. They don't. Like, especially people that grew up in the studio. Yeah. Like, and there's nothing against it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you grew up in the studio. That's great. Right. A lot of us didn't have that capability. Right. But there's also a great thing to be being brought up in the streets. Yeah. That it's a, it's a, Fight or flight mentality. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, I can't, there's, I ain't got nothing else. Facts. So I'm going to get off. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm dancing like it's my last time. It's like survival. Yeah. You know, and it's, that's how I treat every bout. I remember you always telling me, kid, it ain't fair. And I said, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've, I've worked my ass off for this. Mm-hmm. It's not fair at all. You're like, man, yeah. tell you, you and Cameron together, you and Midas together? No, that's not even fair. I said, it's not. That's not. not because we in survival Bro, right when now. Bro, when y'all came to the level up, or what was it? <laughs> It was the hybrid anniversary. Bro, the hybrid. I was like. <laughs> Came in the same outfits like, and everything. On, hold on, no. No, you can't. You're going to get off on them in the daytime? Oh, yeah. That battle was at like 1 p.m. And they had shows that same night. Like literally. They literally came in one and left and went to perform. There's not many dancers that can do that. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, I couldn't be in a show. 
Because the regimen that you guys have to have mm-hmm. and the... I was just talking to Reese. Mm. You know how to do makeup. Yeah. I, I'm good. That's a whole different I'm good. beast. I'll be a freelance bro. web developer, bro. I'm good. It's a whole and, different beast, by the way. And that's bro. what I'm saying. It's like people don't understand. Like, oh, yeah, I'll go be in a show. Okay, well, you have to learn other trades just to be in a show of that caliber. For sure. And that's what I feel like people don't understand. Levels. Yeah. Like, there's levels to being a professional dancer. Right. There's the gigger. Yep. That's making a couple hundred bucks every gig. Facts. There's the Jabberwockies. Yep. Which... Amen the Jabberwockies. They're the first dance crew to have a show for that long. Big facts. You know what I'm saying? They are an amazing corporation. They do great things. But then there's another level, which is like theater, which right. is Cirque. Cirque. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Cirque and being a dancer in Cirque yeah. is like a whole... Like, bro, when Reese was telling me, y'all got to go through like body things and like... I see your story sometimes. Your legs be out with the things on what them. The, I'm like... With the normal tags. And yeah. that's the, the regimen that you have to have eating. The workout you have to do, <clears throat> how you have to take care of your body. Yeah. Like, I remember somebody told me, sorry, my phone rang. Um, I remember somebody told me that um, you had to actually, like, sign a contract to where you couldn't dance in certain places <laughs> with Cirque. I was like, damn. So, it's a whole different beast, y'all. Yeah. And one thing, too, that I, I want to point out, everything, amazing. I wanted to point out too is like you're in this high level uh, uh, company, and it's not about the dance at the same time. It's all about being a great human. Yes, that's how you keep your job, and that's that's a job. It's a jo- It's literally a job, and I, I'm not saying go in there and be fake. Yeah, fake positive because yeah. obviously you have your day. If you have a day, you gotta be. And you gotta in, embrace that day. Right. When you walk in the door, you gotta let it go. For sure, and yeah. that's totally fine. That's what I love about Cirque is that they embrace the good and the bad, and I love mm. that. Shout out to Cirque to Slave. Amen. For that. Shout out family. to them, It's not even a company. I always tell people it's a family. It's a company, and I know everyone have their different opinions, opinions about yeah. it. But what are you doing wrong? Anyway, ah. um, but I, one thing about it's like people have to love to work with you. Yeah, I can be the best dancer in the world doing but if my I'm solo. A horrible but if human. I'm a horrible human, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah. So it's definitely levels from professionalism to actually having the skill to dance, but also being a great human mm-hmm. and also being on time, knowing how you do your makeup, eating right. And that's, man, if I eat a burger and I go on stage, I'm going to feel that. Yeah. People don't think about that. People don't think about that. Yeah. Because you think, oh, oh, you know, we're going to go lab and session and battle. That's fine. But we're doing 10 shows a week. Yeah. 400 shows a year. Yeah. That's more than, that's more than more, a year. Bro, that's more than people, that's more than like actual rap artists do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 470, what, it's 2024? 470 shows this year, man. Hey, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break because that's crazy. <laughs> we'll be right back. Like, subscribe, follow, do everything you need to do. We'll be right everything. back. Everything. In the heart of artistic innovation and urban vibrancy, Swarm Culture stands as a dynamic and captivating brand that serves as both a sanctuary and a launching pad for crump dancing, roller skating, hip-hop, and street culture. Through curated events, workshops, performances, and collaborations, Swarm Brand strives to empower individuals from all walks of life, celebrating diversity and inspiring unity through the shared language of art. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. Yo, we back. I hope y'all like that commercial. We trying to work hard on them. <laughs> um, I'm here with my bro kid. Yeah. Uh, we talking about the fact that 
just being a professional dancer and performer is totally different. Yeah. Like it's totally different than being a street dancer, man. And it's crazy that street dance has gotten to that level for sure. of like, can be on that because there, people don't even understand. Like MJ one is full of street dancers, full of them. Like there's a whole freaking popping set in that full show, of them, man. But now what do you think the battle scene needs to be able to excel from its current state? Hmm. Change the color. Change the color. Every time we get deeper. Because we're getting uh, deeper, man. Wow, man. Because just to give you a little background on the yeah. question, okay? Red Bull dancer style, you, you've, you've, per, you've participated and you won, if I'm not yes. mistaken. Mm -hmm. We have all of these corporations coming in. Right. Do you feel like it's watering it down or do you feel like there's a balance to it still? Because there's some people that have an opinion like, oh, Red Bull dancer style is watered down. There's not really much reason for it. And then there's all these overseas battles. A lot of these big corporations are coming in right. and they're trying to be a part. Yeah. What do you feel we can do to keep the essence there and eat still further it? Um, so before I even start off, shout out to Red Bull. Because what you're doing for the culture is amazing. Don't get me wrong. You're giving us more opportunities yeah, to battle. I feel the same way. Yeah. So I, when I won the, the first dance you style in Miami, it was probably one of the greatest accomplishments ever. Why? Because I did it in front of my hometown. Of course. Um, you know, and, and at a company that at the time was such at a high caliber like that, I was able to showcase uh, my style of popping within an all-style battle. That was great for me. So yeah. I must say... Before I even say anything, shout out to y'all because you actually gave a lot of dancers today a lot of opportunities. That's where all my followers came. Yeah, that's true. So that's shout true. out to y'all. You yeah. know what I mean? You guys actually put uh, the battle scene on the map at that time. And, and it was a whole bunch of high-level dancers that actually participated, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So you actually guys gave us the opportunity to actually showcase that. Now, for me, is it watering down the scene? Yes. I'm going to say yeah. Thank you. For sure. This is why so I messaged you, So it is a balance. Man. I must say it yes, is a balance yes. because, yes, you guys gave us opportunity platform, but you guys are also watering it down. Because now, which I don't understand, is the all-style scene. You have these people that's saying like, oh, I just do my style instead of being like, I do crump, I do pop, I do chicken. Yeah. You guys don't have a, a style. So I think Red Bull is giving that platform. Light. Yeah. Yeah, but then they, they I feel like, I feel like maybe if Red Bull, like this is my personal opinion. Yes. If Red Bull did a crump, popping, yes, there locking, we go. Now we're like if we did style, if Red Bull was was like if somebody could get in their marketing department yeah. and be like, hey, let's do this instead, yeah, like have sections of Red Bull dance mm. with those specific styles yes. and have people like outrage, have right. people like you yeah. be the face of that. For sure, that would be insane. For sure, because then we're highlighting the style. There we go. Not. A dance, right? Like street dance. Because like, what is that? I, I literally asked a dancer, "What's your style?" Oh, it's just my style. But you're combining popping, locking, crump, jucking, breaking all into one style. So yeah. what style is it that? It looks like a bunch of discombobulated paragraphs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So where I come from and where I was born, that's unfair because I've spent 20 years of my life drilling popping. Yeah. You know, and but then you and have, people don't understand that that style alone. Can take twenty years to master. That takes over ten thousand hours. It yeah. does. Yeah, it does. Like you can't. You can't it. learn how to do this and be like, I'm a popper. I'm a popper. You get out of here, you man. Can't. 
You, you know? can't you can't learn how to what a what a style live and power is and be like I'm a crumper. I'm a crumper. No. You have to live that. No. It's a style, it's yeah. a lifestyle. It's not no dance style, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. You have to live through mm. it. I've lived through popping. Mm. I've lived through it. I've learned from the OGs. And when it comes to chicken as well, I've learned from the pioneers. Yeah, I didn't I've even when I first started having a conversation with Trent, yeah. I didn't know how deep he was in that movie. He's deep. Yeah, he's like an OG OG. He's an OG. Yeah. I was very surprised because he's actually going to be coming on this season too. Oh my god! I already goodness. talked to him. He's down. My sensei. Now, flash questions: Pumas or Adidas? Is neither an option? Oh really? Jeez! I'm just asking. Adidas, because we got to go back to the classic. Okay. Shelters. Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> waving or juking? Juking. Really? I'm a popper. I yet. did not expect that because <laughs> waving is like a popping like it is it thing. It is. Whoa. I That's was never dope. a fan of pop. I don't know what it is about my arms and my fingers. I don't know what it is. They just don't. That that style. One thing does I not do notice with me. is, yeah, you don't really have crazy waves. It doesn't resonate with me. And I had one of the greatest waivers as my teacher, yeah. Iota. Yeah, I know. He, he hates it to this day. I don't like waving. He he can't stand it. But my whole style is lower half. Yeah. So chicken came so natural. Yeah. Super. Hey, natural. no wonder why you wanted to learn crump. Exactly. The upper half. Yeah. Because yeah. you can literally. Myself. Yeah. So I remember when he, he was teaching me how to crump, I was using my feet a lot. He was like, kid, you're popping. You're uh, popping. Yep. Yep. I remember. You no, know, he's like, stop, plant yourself. And I was like, this is hard. Yeah. It's I don't different. use my upper half. It's different. It definitely opens your. Because posture and arms are very important in crump. Oh, for you sure. You do have to move your feet and oh, you do have sure. to have levels. Yeah. But a lot of our language comes from our hands. Yeah. So it's really different. Now, final flash question. East Coast or West Coast? <laughs> Y'all gonna kill me. But this is such a trick question because I'm from the South. <laughs> so, um, ooh, ooh. That's why I didn't put the South in there. Ooh, you, you sneaky. I'm gonna say West Coast, man. I live over here now. Uh, I've always said I love the vibe of the West Coast. Mm. You guys are amazing. Is Vegas considered the West Coast? Yes, because a lot of people a lot don't of people don't it. a lot of people don't know that, but Vegas is West. It's West, just like Arizona's West. That's what, so yeah. me, I'm going to say Florida's East Coast because it's on the right side yeah. of the United yeah. States. But if you really think about it, it's the South. It's the South, yeah, for sure. But I'm going to say West Coast, man. West Coast, the music, the vibes. Uh, I'm going to L.A. tomorrow. I just love L.A. I just love yeah. it. I don't know what it is, bro. Yeah, It's a great city. I don't like the pop in the scene, though. <laughs> but I'm not saying that. You know, we Florida and L.A., oh, yeah, we, I know. we always in competition. I remember, I remember that Control Freaks versus... What, what, what? The whole West the Coast whole, at yeah. that point. They had yeah. Devious, J Smooth, Slim Boogie, Boogie, yeah. Frantic, and all of them. That Kid battle Boogie. reminded me of, you know what it reminded me of because of like the setting uh -huh. was Crumpin' versus Breaking. Got it. Have you ever seen the movie? Yes. Bro, it remind. I was like, oh, this is deep. Yeah. Oh, they're going ham. It's deep, man. But you know what, man? It's, it's you know, still shout out to the West Coast popping scene. Uh, they still started popping. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. You know? Um, I come from the South, so we pop a total different way. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to give homage to the West Coast popping. Oh, yeah. So of course. All, all, always props to y'all. Even though we always in competition, it's the competitive spirit. Mm -hmm. I would never disrespect y'all because y'all started something really beautiful. Yeah. Same thing here, man. Like, I, I'm a crumper, but my first introduction to street dance was popping. For sure. Like, I don't know if you know this, but... I used to live like down the street from Mr. Wiggles. Oh wow! Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, wow. I went to. I didn't go to high school with his son, but 
But his son went to Valley. What's his son's name? Unico. Unico. There we go, Unico. Yep. His son went to Valley, and I went to Shap. And so Chaparral had a bunch of poppers, and Valley had a bunch of poppers. Yeah, I right. was a part of that group, but I wasn't like heavy into popping. Sure. So I would go to Valley with them and watch them battle. Like popping Pete's son, Shoney, also went to lived out I here. Forgot. Yeah. yeah. So both of them were like major poppers, and then you had your big heartbreaks, you had your big D's. Yep. Those people were like battling Unico, Shoney, and all of those. Yeah, it was uh-huh. it was a crazy scene out here coming up. Shoney and them was battling yeah. out here. Yeah. His heartbreak. Yeah. Put some respect on Vegas scene, please. Yeah, come don't on, man. Forget. That's don't people forget. don't understand. Like even, even Crump. Like in 2004, the first was the first time Crump Kings came to Vegas. Crump Kings. I'm sorry. That yeah, was the very first Crump group. Like Here in Vegas. the very no, like in general. General. Like okay. the v- biggest like Crump group out there before there was Street Kingdom. Before there was any ABDC in 2006. There was a group, like there was a guy named Koki that came right. involved. He was like a videographer. Okay. And what he did was created the Crump versus Breaking DVD. There he we go. He created a Crump 101. He created Crump 1.0. He got with Tide Eyes and he gave them a platform and was able to sell DVDs. Wow. Through a website called okay. CrumpKings.com. So Crump Kings was consisted of who? Like what members? Tide Eyes, yeah. Miho, Goliath. So literally everyone. All the OGs. Crush was a Crush was a Crump King. Nice. Um, Knucklehead was a Crump King. Like all of these people were Crump Knucklehead. Kings. What's his real name? Joey. Man, he showed me love since I was like 12 years old. Yeah. I don't know where you're at right now, but shout out to you, bro. He actually coming back to the Crump game. He got a battle in April. Yeah, it's I'm I'm gonna send you the information. No, yeah, I'm way. looking forward to it. Cause is he from Vegas or no, LA? he's from Oceanside. Oceanside, California, San got Diego. So he originally started in Oceanside and then ended up going to LA to meet with Todd Eyes and got ABDC and all of that. And that's yeah. where Street Kingdom come from. Yes. There we go. Yes. There we go. Now, we're going to take a quick commercial break because okay. I need another one because I need to... <sighs> this conversation has been crazy, y'all. That's my brother, man. It's going to be good, baby. <laughs> we'll be right back. Like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Thank you. At Swarm Branding, we're not just a digital marketing agency. We're your key to online success. Let's take a closer look at the services that can transform your brand. Graphic design, web design, search engine optimization, print media, social media services, and content marketing services. Swarm Branding is your full-service digital marketing powerhouse committed to making your brand a digital sensation. Don't wait. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. We back. We took a little bit longer commercial break, but we back. Man, this has been a great conversation. Um, we coming towards the end, and I couldn't thank my brother enough for being here. Yes, sir. Um, we learned a lot about each other. Yeah. Uh, we talked about dance. We talked about how we could grow it. Now, as of you, mm. what's next? I know you're starting a YouTube channel. Mm. You're going to be doing tutorials. Yeah. You're obvious. I think you're at like 55K followers. Yeah. On Instagram? On Instagram, right. Like, to be... Cr- crazy thing to me is, like, you're at that many followers, but you do numbers. Thank you, bro. Like, I'm yeah. talking... Like, I've seen your profile. Like, some of them are at a couple million. Yeah. Um. So, what's next, man? Like, you've obviously... You're not even 30 yet, and you've yeah. hit some crazy milestones. Yeah. Um. My mentor... Uh, shout out again, John Books. Mm-hmm. I, I love you, bro. Um, He's taught me that my career, my life, is a marathon out of spread. Nipsey. So, and um, he was like, man, you're 26. 
I'm 10 years older than you. Mm -hmm. Don't stress about nothing. Everything is going to come. Your hard work is going to come. It's like you never not get rewarded for your hard yeah. work. Yeah. You know? So for me, what's next is whatever God wants. Of course, we can plan our steps, but he actually... Amen. <laughs> we plan Amen. our steps all the time. And it's like... And like he'll, he wants, he'll tell you, hey, I'm going to... I'm gonna move you this way. Right. So it's like, yeah, like you want to tell God a joke, go ahead and tell him, go ahead and tell me your plans, you know? Yeah. And I can say, like, I wanna be a model, I wanna be a director, I wanna create more short films and stuff like that. And yeah, that's what I'm gonna plan in my mind and fight towards too. But ultimately, God has the last say. Amen. So um, I know where I'm reaching and I know where I wanna go. I know uh, where my path should lead or, but God knows by the end of the day. Amen. So, Amen. Um, but just to put it out there, um, just more direction within my craft, which mm -hmm. is within a YouTube page, creating more tutorials so people can learn. I'm all about the growth. Yeah. So I love people like, you know, I do private and people, I want to pay you. It's like, are you learning or and like, are you going to apply it? Yeah. Yeah. Then it's free of charge. Yeah. I care just about like the you. Community. Like when you came to me and was like, hey man, I want to learn crap. I'm exactly. like, all right, come through. He didn't even charge me because yeah. he knew that I really wanted to learn. Yeah. So it's the it's the community aspect of making sure people actually apply it. That's yeah. the whole goal. That's the yep. whole mission statement. I don't want you to come learn an arm swing if you're just trying to like book a gig. Yeah. I don't care about that. Right. I want I'm giving you the culture. Right. So if I'm gonna give you the culture, take it and run with it and actually give it to somebody else. Because sure. each one teach one is how we grow. That's literally how we so, grow. We're gonna get deep right now, man. Go ahead. Okay. Um, obviously, you've done MJ1 for a very long time. Have yeah. you ever gone overseas? Not yet. Oh, I went to New Zealand, but not for like dance. Dance. Just you just vacation. went. Okay. Yeah. So you haven't gone overseas, mm -mm. Um, but you've accomplished a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. What would you say is your defining moment in your dance career so far? Like that moment where you're looking out and you're like, crap, I did this. Wow. I would say Cirque um, because that's just my career path and mm -hmm. I'm totally grateful for it. But I would have to say the fashion campaign with Louis Vuitton. Ooh, yeah. Man, I don't know what it was about that. Like, I've done battles. I won a lot of battles. I've, I'm performing in the biggest theater company in the world. Yeah. Um, danced with multiple artists, did a lot of campaigns for social media. But yeah. I think Louis Vuitton takes the cake. So you're telling me that someone who's been dancing since I was seven, grew up in the hood, um, didn't know dance was an outlet. I could have been playing basketball, selling drugs, whatever that is. You're telling me that because I chose dance at seven years old, that led to that very campaign for a black artist in a Louis Vuitton company. Yeah. And the crazy part about it is Louis Vuitton is that high quality of a brand. Yes. So it's like you're, you're, for, you're dancing for a black artist. Right. And you're a man from the hood. And this campaign. Yeah, I, I can see that. That's monumental. Yeah. Everything there was pivotal for Dude, me. There was so many dancers in that, too. It was like y'all, and then there was like Concrete and Tide Eyes and B-Dash. There was a bunch of different people. It wasn't uh, the Juker. Um, Lil Buck? Yeah, he was in it, too, L right? Little yeah. Buck. Cameron Ron, was in it. Cameron. Yeah. Um, uh, my homie... B-Boy, Mr. Chris from Czech Republic, one of yeah, the best yeah, yeah. B-Boys I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah. You had all these street dancers, and everyone deserved to be there. Everyone. So before anyone start talking, every street dancer that was there deserved to be yeah. there. For all sure. of them. All of them. They all put in them. hours and from hours. From Slick, from Hob, from Concrete, yeah. from Todd Eyes, from Bugs, from me, from Midas, mm -hmm. from E.T., from Dragon House. Yeah. The South stand up. 
that was one of those things where I knew that all the work I've put in had come into fruition. Mm. You know, sometimes we have imposter syndrome, right? Yeah. Like, dang, I'm here so fast. Like, do I deserve to be here? Yeah. Bro, I, I asked myself that question all the time. Mm. Like, I, when I had my last office before I got this one, I would walk in, I would, and people would look at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just staring. Mm. Because that's my aha moment. Right. Because don't, not many people know this, bro, but this was for, like, this was thought of mm. 15 years ago. For sure. In 2009, I taught my first crump class at Two Nice Street Dance. Guess who it was to? Bail Rock. What? Wow. He just got off So You Think You Could Dance. Right. Or not So You Think You Could He just got off America's Got Talent right. with Miles, his little partner that yeah. they had back Baby then. Baby Boogaloo. Yeah. yeah. And they came into Two Nice because the Bail Rock's father was close with the owner of Two Nice. Right. They were looking for a crump class, and he gave me the crump class because I threw a session there. And the setup was retail in the front, dance floor and mirrors in the middle, and a printing shop in the back because he printed T-shirts for mm. a living. And I looked at it and I said, Jojo, one day I'm going to have this. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm going to have a creative space where I can literally live through my passions. Mm. And you walked through it today. Wow, bro. Yeah. This is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. I just had to think about that because just seeing from where you came from, from yeah, first when you first met me, yeah. And mind you, Swarm Brand started in 2017. Wow. I don't know if you know, but I got divorced from my first marriage mm -hmm. in 2016. Mm -hmm. I was ready to like let everything go and just right. kill myself. Sure. I literally was suicidal. Mm -hmm. And God brought me back. Mm -hmm. I literally was walking down Warm Springs and Spencer. And I tell this all the time in many episodes. And I literally jumped out into the traffic. And the car swerved so hard. Didn't get in an accident, but pulled up to the side and was like, what, what, why? And the guy asked me, he's like, why, bro? I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm sorry, man. And I just kept walking. I looked up and I was like, you made that car swerve so quickly that I'm still alive today. Mm. Which obviously that I'm talking to God right. at the time. yeah. And right then and there, like I think th three weeks later, I built the Swarm Brand logo. I think you knew your purpose. Oh, yeah. Right then and there. Yeah. That's what happened. And it took me going through my process and figuring out who I was. Mm. Because before that moment, I was living for everybody else. Mm. I was a Christian. Wow. I was in church. I was, I was religious as hell. But I was living for everybody else's approval. And those two years from 2017 to 2019 before I met my wife, when I was downtown doing gigs, you seen me everywhere. I was doing face painting gigs here. I was this. I was that. I was figuring out who I was because I lived 20 years old to 30 years old with somebody and living for other people. Mm -hmm. I never I never had my own place, never paid bills by myself because I was married and I had somebody else to help me. For sure. But then when I turned 30, I realized like, okay, life is different when you're on your own. Facts. When you have to go to bed at night and you have to literally sleep by yourself it's a different vibe Got it. and i never experienced it so when i finally experienced it i was able to like okay this is how i want to live these are my boundaries these are my morals these are my values not just that but i have everything i learned from the bible mm -hmm. and i know the bible is true and real for sure jesus was either real and true god or he was crazy as hell <laughs> one or the other i love that yeah. bottom line I love let's that. be honest he yeah. wasn't a good prophet right he was either true and god or he was insane mm -hmm. 
you over here bringing people back to life. Like that was either demon or Jesus. For sure. So, but man, I just appreciate you being on the, on the podcast. I've watched you since 2017 mm-hmm. and 2018 grow, bro. Thank you, bro. I remember that first battle. I remember like even the little debacles we've gotten in, you know, throughout time. And it just shows me that you're a true friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we can have an argument or we can have a disagreement and we can still move forward and For still sure. have, still work together, still do things. For together. sure. And you stepped in when I needed you to bat or judge or battle or whatever the case may be. When I throw events, you've supported my brand consistently. Mm-hmm. He paid for a hat and paid more than what it was costed. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you. No, for sure, bro. And tell everybody where they can find you, bro. You can find me in Vegas. Michael Jackson One Show. Y'all come out Thursday through Monday, 7 o'clock, 9.30. You can find me there. You won't miss me, I promise. People are like, well, well, what do you do? You won't miss Yeah, me. you won't miss them. You won't miss me at all. At all. Not at all. You won't miss your mama either. Anyway, um, <laughs> I had to throw that in there. But you can find me on Instagram, man, at kid underscore the monster. Uh, just follow my journey. It's been a beautiful one. Just like Mafioso has been following yes. my journey forever. And like I said, we can have the backwards, whatever he said, but I'm still rocking with him. That's my friend, one Amen. of my big brothers. He inspires me, man. Like, look at this. You just heard the story and look at this because he stuck with it. Yeah. Consist- I tell people all the time, I'm like, it's not about being the best. It's about being consistent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't care to be the best crumb dancer. Right. If I can impact somebody's life, that's all that matters. All that matters. So Take notes, guys. Dang, it's not about being the best. Yeah. Be the best for yourself. Yes. So people can see that. Yes. And then now they want to be the best for themselves. Yes. It's not about competition. It's not about comparison, mm-hmm. man. Be the best for yourself. You know why? Because everyone has totally different paths. Yep. Even Amen. twins, you can know the you know the difference between T and Tamara and her twins. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. It's a difference. Hey, he's giving y'all game it's, right it's now. It's a whole different path. So when you start comparing yourself to the next dancer, you're doing the wrong thing. Yep. Because everyone has a different yep. path. And social media has a habit of making us compare. So Tell me about hey, it. this has been episode two of season two of the Hive Hustle Podcast. Ooh. Do me a favor, like, subscribe, follow all of us, do your thing. And we'll see you next time. Subscribe. Don't forget. All right. Peace. It's official now. The Hive Hustle Podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts. Even through a major loss. Still remain a boss.